0: Listening to Around Comics. You are listening to Around Comics, episode 437, with Brian Salazar and Chris Niesman and Tom Caters. Eventually, whenever he gets We're here, he's top. not here. He is not again. <laughs> I'm sure his children are giving him problems. If you're watching on video, which some of you are, I have some Christopher Pike wow. level hair going on that today. Is, uh, I'm not sure so what nice. caused it. Ride, it just, baby. It's been like this all day, and I don't know why, and I had I meetings. I, I had video I meetings, and I just- I hate you. <laughs> I mean, I must I have- I hate, like, I, hate bit, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate It's like a five inch, six inch fucking hairdo. I, I look like 6'3", with this yeah. hair.
1: So I had-, I had What's a, going on? Uh, I had a cancer uh, skin surgery this week, and it was uh, <laughs> right wow. behind my, my ear. And um and the uh, the doctor said man it is so much easier operating on, on bald people.
0: Wow. So I want you to say that you're
1: That's... you should probably shave your head, otherwise you might die of cancer.
0: Uh no. You should shave your That's head, okay. Sal. You should shave those happen.
1: lovely, beautiful locks.
0: It, if I do get cancer, cancer. I, I I'll have to I'll have to weigh the value of chemotherapy because
1: I don't. Are we going to have to start calling you can... Anson Mount Salazar?
0: I think it's Captain
1: Captain Salazar. It's Captain.
0: Captain's hairdo. It's finally
1: happened. It's finally. Happened. It might be an ability. I, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a million years.
0: What it was like days? No, I
1: was gone. I was gone last week, and then uh, oh, we didn't do an ACTV right. this week. I'm just, like, bubbling with things to talk about TV-wise. Joy and excitement? Yeah, we may do a little a little ACTV chat tonight. I mean, we had the end of uh, Ring's Power. Uh, we got the, the finale of She-Hulk. Um, what, House of the Dragon is getting really political. Surprise. Um, all sorts of fun stuff. And then, like, comics and shit.
0: I, all I've watched is horror movies, slasher films, Stanley Kubrick movies. Um, I bet, yes, yeah. Um, that's all I've been. Yeah, I, Tom here. Yeah, hey, me. Tom. Hey, what's Barry, up? Lyndon,
1: Barry Lyndon's a really long movie.
0: Oh, I didn't bother rewatching that because I watched that years ago, and I know it's not in my top five. So I yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna it. It, rewatch that. I enjoyed it. It's beautiful. It's,
1: it's, if you were to have a top five movies for like really
0: interesting hair, it's in there. I mean, it's it's one of the most beautiful movies, uh, maybe ever shot. It's absolutely yeah, it's gorgeous. Really I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's really like pretty. oil. Yeah, it's like a moving oil painting. Um, All but, that candlelight—that's right. You got You get yeah. some. You get some shadows, some deep shadows, and you didn't realize uh, how yeah.
2: dark everything was in the 18th century, right? <laughs> <If> <laughs> they was didn't no have
1: light.
0: <laughs> There was no light. There was just the sun like, and fire. That's it. it. Yeah, yeah that's no it. electricity. Hi, Tom. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know um, a little announcement about the show. Uh, we finally, after all these years, we've done it. We've finally succeeded. We are uh, we are currently trending number twenty two in visual arts <laughs> on the uh, film and TV charts in Panama. In <laughs> Panama, we're, we're huge. <laughs> we finally made it. We finally made we're it. We're huge in Panama. Just so you guys know, you know. So Buenos Dios. I don't know. Buenos <laughs> Dios, <laughs> Panama, to- Panamanian. I'm Panamaniacs? Oh, <laughs>
1: my Panamaniacs. <laughs> Panamaniacs. Yeah. What's here from um, our Panamaniacs? If you're in Panama, uh, reach out to the show.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, please, yeah. if you're if you're in Panama and you're listening to the show. I know, yeah, we have some strange, there's some strange places that we're relatively popular, or at least we show up high in the, in the popular charts on mm. Apple. Uh, not in the U.S. You, Americans hate us. No, but Panama, Singapore loves us. I think Panama, yeah. we're Nick huge Nick there. Lindsay,
1: Nick Nick Lindsay loves us.
0: Nick Lindsay came to watch us instead of Mark Bernadin. I don't know who that is. He's, ta- he's talking yeah. to Ed Brubaker live at the we're same time. Talk,
1: we're we're going to talk some Brubaker tonight.
0: Let's be honest, Brubaker's a dud. Uh, we've had him. We've talked to him many <laughs> times.
1: We've <laughs> talked to him. We've done it. Yes, yes
2: we're going to ask
0: him about? Yeah. I talked oh, to him when he what? was good.
2: You like crime stories? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Like, what kind of stuff yeah. are you into? Uh, um, uh, uh, he has, uh, Um. Uh,
1: you guys gonna talk about might... G4 getting shut down by Comcast.
0: Um, I don't know anything about that, Nick. I have no information on G4 being shut down. Like Comcast.
1: G four G four got shut down this week, and okay, I think I have a real, question. Real quick, real quick. Okay, go ahead. Oh no no,
0: it's in reference to this. Mm-hmm. What is G four?
1: G four is a is a uh, it's a uh, station. It's on uh, the it cable station uh, centered around uh, video games. Oh, that was gotcha. uh, Attack of the Attack of the Show was on uh. G four.
2: I'm still here. My camera just died. So, you know, without my,
1: G4 there would be yeah. no Olivia Munn. Oh, wow.
0: We oh, have them to thank wow. for that. Um, monster.
1: Yeah, it's um uh Nick, I think you just answered yourself. It says G4 is a YouTube channel as uh, popular '99 to 2002 and I think that's what they're going to go back to being. I think it's it's with video games. I think it just Translates so much better to to YouTube than it does
0: to an actual like TV channel. TV. I only channel. the only TV cha- I only watch Pluto TV. I watch like Barney Miller, <laughs> Kojak. <laughs> I
1: love Barney Miller.
0: <laughs> Tubi. That's <laughs> the only show Tubi.
1: They Tubi.
0: I was watching um, a movie on Tubi today called. Uh, it was in the background as I was working, but it was. Um, the Eyes of Laura Mars. Um, I've been I've been listening to the video archives, the Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery podcast. And they do like two or three movies. that uh, they talk about them. that was one of the movies, and I had never even heard of it. It's Tommy Lee Jones, Faye Dunaway. Tubi's got some excellent uh um, like you know, obscure movies and stuff on there that you can watch. But um another thing that uh, for those that are interested. Uh Nightwing Plus or Night Flight. Remember the old old oh, speaking of
1: Nightflight fucking A, yeah.
0: Remember Night Flight? Well they have a Fuck they yeah. have a channel, Night Flight Plus.
1: It's expensive.
0: No, it was like four bucks a month or something, or like fifty bucks for the year. Not even. It was like forty dollars for the year. Okay. Okay. Um oh then this Chris down. ain't
1: paying that. Chris ain't paying that. <laughs>
0: That's too much. You know how much? much night
1: flight? Night flight was a part of growing up. You know how much ice yeah. that gets the curling rink. Forty bucks, they'll get you
2: far. He paid more curling...
0: for that Joy Division T-shirt, I think, than he probably did. <laughs> probably. <laughs> then I played, paid for Night Flight, but yeah, Braxton actually turned me on to Night Flight Plus. Let's see what's on. Let's see what's on right now. Um, on the old Night Flight. I love how there's all this sort of retro TV and. You know, I have yeah. a shutter account, which is phenomenal. Shutter is just amazing, um, especially this time of year with Halloween and everything. You just all sorts of crazy horror movies and
2: well, there's such stuff a, like a, that. a wealth of just like we've talked about before. You know, like the B movie world that existed for decades, where it's just like all these movies. Just like you know, nowadays they disappear into like Netflix's algorithm. And you never know right. they
0: exist, but
2: you know, <laughs> you know they used to be on the shelves at Blockbuster or whatever. That's right. You know
0: they whatever your rental for. place was, you know Hollywood Video. What's this? Wait a minute, Hollywood mm-hmm. Video. I, liked, yeah. I was a Hollywood Video fan. Family Video. I thought they had it around. Family Video. Yeah, that was another one. There was a Family Video. Uh, family. Wait, Family. Circle? Circle video? I don't remember. Yeah, there was, I worked there was a couple Hollywood. mom and there was a couple mom a and Hollywood pop video. ones yeah, by me. And uh the mom and pop ones were always fun because they were like curated a little differently than like a blockbuster or a Hollywood yeah. so you could get some weird shit, which was kind of cool. Um yeah. I miss those those that's uh, interesting.
2: I was gonna say, I mean there's a charm to that, but there's also like the feeling of like, oh, I want to watch this movie, and then being like, no store has it, or if they do have it, somebody else already has it checked out, and then you're just like, well, yeah, I guess I'm, I guess I'm not watching. It.
0: Guess I'm not guess getting I'm... that one. Well, there is was... definitely there is not, there is there is definitely a bonus to like the idea that I can think of, you know, or I can come across the most random obscure film you know from nineteen seventy three that I've never heard of that some podcast tells me about and then I want to watch it and watch it's it. probably yeah. some yeah I could probably watch it within five minutes I could probably find it and watch it within five minutes somewhere uh, somehow yeah somewhere yeah which is pretty amazing for I, it's I dangerous
1: I were I worked at a at a video store in high school and we would literally have people lined up next to the return box waiting for someone oh, yeah. to return a new movie. It's like, oh, is that is one of those T2? Yeah. You
0: know, oh, would, yeah. They yeah. would
1: stand there for maybe an hour or two just hoping to be there when a movie was returned so they a could call tips on it. A man down to the video store to wait for someone to return Terminator 2. Right, it's fucking happened, man.
2: Could be quick. Could take all night. I don't know. Yeah. Could
0: yeah. Yeah, it was always a weird. Yeah, yeah. I and then and then you transition from that to like Redbox, where it's like, oh, you don't even have to walk into a store. You can just go yeah. and get a DVD. And then Netflix just destroyed all of it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a charm. There's like a charm to the idea of like video stores. But there's also like, sure. you know. The convenience of just going, oh, I can just, oh, yeah, you know, click. Yeah. But it is dangerous for like a lunatic like me that I love, like, I love movies and I love weird movies and I like, you know, yeah. get it, you know, like I can just watch all sorts of weird shit. How, and how
1: many, how many movies a week do you start and not finish? Um, I see that in you where you like, yeah, no.
0: Uh, it depends. I mean, there's different reasons. I probably average like four or five movies that I'll start and not finish, but most of the time I don't finish them because I've either seen them before and I'm, I'm going to finish them at another time. So, you know, I'm, I'm watching them sort of passively and then I, you know, and then I got to go do something. So I turn it off and then maybe I go back to it at some point. Maybe I don't. Um, if it's something I've never seen before, that's pretty rare. But if it's something I've seen already, mm-hmm. and it's just sort of, I'm just putting it on to, you know, because maybe I want to see it again, or maybe I just kind of yeah. want to have something yeah. on in the background. T two. T two. Yeah. Yeah. T two. <laughs> People don't remember how big the
1: fucking movie was, Tom. It's
0: then really there's huge. sometimes where I just fall asleep. I mean, we've talked about that. Where oh. it's just like I, I start a movie and I, I was watching The Shining the other night. And I love The Shining. I'm a huge fan of, of Kubrick. Yeah. But at fun. like 9 o'clock on a Wednesday, as I'm trying to watch, it's like, I mean, it's a slowly paced film. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's deliberate. So
1: we're we're getting ready to do our, our top five Kubrick uh, movies on Film Force 5. So that's why that comes up. Because I did the same thing with The Killing. I got about a half hour into The Killing, and it's like, uh, it's, I'm going to...
0: Go to sleepy time now. Listen, Kubrick is a genius, but oh, yeah, his movies sure. are not... They're not action-packed, a lot of them. They're they are no. very deliberate, you know, slowly paced films. Uh, brilliant, but, you know, and I think... I'll, I honestly feel like between the internet and on-demand and just how things have changed, my attention span is not what it once mm. was. And I just... Yeah. I have a harder time, like, being able to sort of focus. I, all of a sudden, I'm grabbing my phone. and I'm on fucking TikTok or something. It's like, oh, I just want to see someone dance for, like, you know, the next 12 seconds yeah. and Ooh. then go to Ooh. another video of someone else dancing for 12 seconds. And then, you know, yeah. somebody k- getting kicked in the nuts. And, you know, it's like it's this weird. Checking baseball scores. Yeah, just I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. F- Film Force 5, we have two episodes out. We've done two episodes uh, if you're interested in that, it's our other podcast, Chris, I, and Will. We're going to have Tom on there someday uh, when we can get schedules right. But Film Force 5 yeah. is our, our other podcast. Um, I, I've i had a blast so far doing it. Wasn't really sure what it was going to be when we started it, other than talking about movies, but it ended up turning out better than I think we thought it would. Um, yeah, fun. And Good we're going to have a special guest coming up next week uh, in honor of Flasher Halloween. Movies. Slasher, We're gonna do movies. slasher movies, the best slasher movies of all time. We're gonna have a special guy, a guy who I think is an expert. I think you can confidently call him an yeah. expert on the slasher genre.
1: Yeah, uh, Hacking it be... it's really good. Is that
2: is that Hacking, what, slasher. gonna uh, yeah, do you have to weigh his choices
1: differently? You know, like he gets like a weightier? No, he's no, he's pinch, no. Hitting, he's pin, he's pinch hitting for me because I'm not a big slasher film guy, so. So this this guest, we'll call him Jim, um, uh, is gonna he's gonna be my pinch hitter, and he's gonna. Are we? I I already
0: said his name.
1: Oh, Tim! Oh, it's Tim. I was gonna say.
0: (laughs) It's Tim. Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley, uh, creator of Hackslash and many other comics, artist, writer, all that stuff. The hardest working man in comics. Um yes. and uh, he's going to join us to do slasher films, so yeah. that should be fun. And he's, a,
1: and, he's an expert. and Nick Lindsay asks uh, who's the Will from Phil Force Five? It's Will, Will Piper.
0: Will Peiffer, Peiffer. uh comic yes. book writer. Will Pfeiffer, our, our friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 Will and, and Nick, ex, you Nick, know, Will. Nick,
1: Nick, if you were a a Patreon subscriber, you would know that because we've done an entire year of K-Billy Super Sounds with Will, going over the uh, films of Quentin Tarantino.
0: Yes. That's how this kind of got born, the film mm-hmm. Force Five. But but this is a whole separate thing. It's it's out there now. There's two episodes. The first one was um what did we do? Oh Quentin Tarantino films. So we did the top five Quentin Tarantino films to sort yeah. of recap our so, year oh. of talking about Tarantino. Bridge and episode. then we did 70s Dystopian was our second one, which was a fun episode. So yeah. So we're gonna it do all awesome.
1: this. It was basically Will and I annoying sal i would say
0: bullying bullying
1: Bullying, sal into the fact that rollerball is a top five dystopian movie wow yeah i know how strongly you feel about uh rollerball not
2: being (laughs) a good movie
1: will will feels equally uh as i do that rollerball is one of the five best 70s dystopian movies
0: Listen, when I started this podcast, I didn't realize I was working with two <laughs> yeah. You know, hacks. Yeah, just absolute uh, you know amateur critics with no real sense of film cinematography or he's so mad, like mad that Westworld
1: only, he's he's so mad that World didn't make the top five. But that's the thing, you're gonna make your own nominations. Yeah. So these uh, guys
2: they watch movies, they're not interested in film. <laughs> <This movie. laughs>
0: They're some movie watchers uh all right nick i'm gonna answer a couple of your questions here one uh is there supposed to be five uh people well there technically is kind of five people there's the three of us whenever tom decides to join he's a he's an official member of film force five it's just yeah. a matter of scheduling and then will is four and then whenever we have a guest But the reality is the show only kind of works if we have three, maybe four people. If we had five, it would be way too long, and you're going to listen to like a two-hour. Maybe if we ever get to the point where we do like a live show or something, we would have more people. But uh, yeah, for now, no, it's just Film Force 5 because I like the name. And it's top five. It's
1: a top five. It's a top five. Yeah. It's a top
0: five. It's a top five movie movie podcast. Uh, Quentin has 10 movies. Uh, not nine, um, and we also did the ones that he wrote. So we we also did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from Dust talked about Dusty Dust Dusty yeah. uh American uh, 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 Psycho, not American Psychos. Uh, 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 yeah,
1: the Natural
0: Born Natural, natural Born killers, killers. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: So you uh, and you are, uh, and his next movie, he said yes, will be his last if he makes another movie. But who knows? Who knows what 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 he has maybe it won't make another one
1: um, he's gonna go into tv um hey this is uh this is a comic book show um you want to talk about some comics too bad all i read was a big boy book oh no <laughs> what'd you do what'd you read what'd you read man I I texted this early. Do you know? I know, I know. You know and I want to tell text? people. I want to tell people that Sal's response to your text was, "Is that Doctor Doom?" It kind of <laughs> looks like it.
0: It was a joke. It was a joke.
1: <laughs> it was a joke. You know, I mean, it's a metal mask. I it did kind of look like Doctor Doom. Though, I mean. Is that Doctor yeah. Doom? Which, by the way, I am re or I am listening to the uh, Marvel podcast, uh, Wastelanders, Doctor Doom, and it is entertaining AF. I'm really enjoying it. So
0: no one
2: cares. The book, I'm, it's the book I'm reading, The Shadow of the Torture by Gene Wolf. I uh, picked it up based on a recommendation from a TikTok account that I follow. Well, I books. and ooh. I was like, what? I was like, I'll give it a shot. You know, I've been sort of, uh, you know, I'm in the mood to dive back and read things I haven't read previously in the past. And I was like, okay, right, this science kind of interesting. And uh, it's, it's, quite short. Nice. Which is nice for Mr. Low Attention Span. Uh, it's the first of like a four-part series that was this award-winning sci-fi fantasy uh, um, like story arc to it. And he's a very good writer, Gene Wolfe. He uh, lived in Barrington, right outside Chicago.
0: Oh. local, local North, wolf. Northwest suburb. The Barrington Wolfe's.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so uh, it's... Usually, I'm not a big fantasy or, like, I guess, like, the more fantastical edge of sci-fi reader, because usually, like, the books are really long, and, I like, the prose is, like, a little too flowery for me, from, like, my own taste of, like, reading, and I get really... You like love Tolkien. I just like the... When you get into the stories, and they're describing everything, and, like... It's just too much. like I'm like just I don't care about like what jewels were inlaid within the table, you know, like it's fine. Why not? Can... Why? Why? Why don't you want to know this information? It's like What oh kind god, of fantasy you fan
0: are you, Tom? Oh you my know? God,
2: here we go. Now we're gonna just like now we're gonna talk about the contents of their bag for like the <laughs> time. Like, oh my god, like how much bread did they have left? You know, and like god damn, like all that stuff. Like he's a very like it's got elements of that um like floweriness to it, but it's feels more for a purpose of like the tone of the actual character in it. Um, And it's used to really, you know, great effect, Um, not just like in the description of things or to try and sound like bigger than it is, but more of like what it reveals about the character who thinks in this sort of like, some of the, you know, flowery type descriptions of things. And uh, yeah, it's really good. I'm like halfway through, and I'm like, I did. I love it. It's like nice love it great story. Yeah, I'm really. I'm totally sucked into it. And I'm usually this type nice. of book. I'm like, like a hundred pages in, nothing's happened. You know, and you're sort of like, what the fu- like, what what is what is this even about?
1: They're, they're like, world building, Tom. They're world.
2: Building. Yeah, but you can world build <laughs> quickly which is what this book does you know like the book does a really great job of like as the story moves forward and you're following this character who essentially works as like a he he's in the executioner's guild on earth like in the far future and things are not great on our like it's pretty much uh, a world where like we used to go to other planets and we colonized mars but now all that's over and everything is kind of like dying and like society is kind of crumbling and he's an apprentice in the executioner's guild who breaks a rule and he gets sent off to like, be uh, like an executioner in the small town, like way off. And it's all about his journey, like all that stuff that happens. And it's like chapters are only like five or six pages long. And it's just like, he just like moves the story, like, very quickly but very like skillfully so like you can learn things about the world but you don't learn everything about the world you kind of only know like what the character (laughs) knows right so like this isn't like an entomology of everything story because he doesn't know the character doesn't know that stuff you know like the character lives in this one building for his this whole doesn't life.
0: Even sound, this doesn't even sound like fantasy, Tom. The way yeah, you're describing so it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know, right? It's like, oh wait a second, it's not super long and you actually only know what the character knows. Um but yeah, I mean it's that I think that's part of why it works so well, is like the he keeps the story so centered around the character, you know, and it's like you're not taking these like weird detours off into like other things like it's about him and the stuff that's happened to him
0: so it's you said it's it's fantasy though like it is so it's
2: like a weird fiction it's it's science fiction almost like science fiction so far in the future that it's now fantasy
0: okay it has fantasy
2: uh, tones to it you know like right there's guards at a gate you and there's know, executioners just,
0: in a town, and, listen, yeah okay,
2: yeah, and there's stuff like that, but like the underlying r- is that it's in the far future, and there's like pieces of technology left, but no one really knows how to like mm. totally use them and like uh <laughs> at first they, i
0: I, I kind of was picturing like a Ray Bradbury sort of like it's an executioner union, and it's the you know it's like the boring everyday <laughs> no it's <laughs> like
2: very like. D and D fantasy type stuff, like from like the way things are named to like the, you know, he gets gifted a sword that has a name to it as he's like uh, kicked out of the guild and stuff like that. Fantasy. Yeah. That, so there's that fantasy aspect to it, but there is a science fiction like background to like what's happening around them. So it's like a really weird, it's an interesting mix of like, of those genres.
0: Cool interesting interesting and it's from like oh. 1980 it's old really it's like old book yeah oh really yeah it was
1: a what big does this deal Sound like something that should have been part of our childhood
2: um. i i don't know it's part gene, of the,
1: oh
2: yeah gene, go ahead
0: gene Rodman wolf uh born 19th uh, may 7th 1931 he died april 14th 2019 american science fiction and fantasy writer he was noted for his dense, elusive prose, as well as the strong influence of his Catholic faith. He was a prolific short story writer and novelist and won many literary awards. Wolfe has been called the Melville of science fiction and was honored as a grandmaster by the science fiction and fantasy writers of America. He's best known for his book of the New Sun series, four volumes, the first part of his solar cycle. In 1998, Locust magazine ranked it the third best fantasy novel published before 1990, based on a poll of subscribers that considered it and several other series as single entries. Hmm. So, yeah, interesting. I, I, I've i never heard of him. I'm not familiar no, with his work I now, haven't but...
2: either. Until How this TikTok guy was like, TikTok yeah. guy was like, hey, you should read this.
0: Fucking TikTok. Like, We're like, recommending books. Look at that. Yeah,
2: and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like he's recommended other books that I've enjoyed. So I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's funny because it made me think a lot about you know, In our current world, you know, with search engine optimization, we live in like the era of lists. But like most lists, about like if I were to look up like top twenty fantasy, sci-fi, fantasy books, they'd all essentially be kind of the same list because people are just like aggregating the same top ten graphic novels. novels. It's like the thing is, it's like I'm kind of like, oh wow, I feel felt weird to find something I had never heard of like that uh, was popular and well regarded and like was a total blind spot to me like i've never even heard the name like right. not even like it was a very like it was like oh this is like a something i haven't felt in a long time of like <laughs> yeah i didn't I'm know excited. this thing existed yeah it's like oh my god <laughs> i had no idea you know like what is this
0: Yeah, that is always an interesting thing of like those blind spots when you find, you know. I definitely know, you know, like I read a lot of science fiction early on when I was young and then a lot of fantasy stuff into my 20s maybe. But then after that I kind of really went away from it. So there's a huge chunk of time where it's like I didn't really read much of that stuff at all. So I'm sure there's – and every once in a while like when I listen to people that are – like hardcore science fiction or fantasy fans and they're talking about books and I'm like, I have no idea. I don't you know I don't know anything about those. Yeah. Piers Anthony, not, who's that?
1: <laughs> I'm actually listening to um uh the Dragonlance Chronicles now. That's my my audiobook series.
0: I've read that I I probably should I shouldn't say this, but I uh I actually stayed home from school one day to read I think it was the third volume nice. of that because I and I read it in a day. I the was surprises waiting for that. No one, yeah, the surprises was,
1: no one in this room.
0: You're was, waiting for. I was waiting for that book to come out, and I, I, I yeah, I stayed home from school to read that. To read Which
1: that. one? It's uh, what's the third? Autumn? No, that's not autumn, autumn twilight. Twi- no, twi- twi- no,
0: no, winter. Uh, I don't remember now. Fuck, I can't even remember. It's been forever. It's the blue one, I think. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's,
1: uh, man, but whenever you listen to it or read it, it, it really does uh, read as a D&D campaign.
0: Winter Night. Dragons of Winter Night.
1: Dragons of Winter Night,
0: yeah. yeah. Autumn Twilight, Winter Night, and Spring Dawning. Spring Dawning is actually the third one. Winter Night yeah. is the second one. The blue one. Uh yeah, I read those books so much. I still you're a Flint,
1: my- you're, you're Flint fire forge guy, right?
0: I was always a Tannis. I I mean, I oh, uh, yeah. I was a huge Tannis fan, but I also like the the Rasslin and and Karaman that story. Uh, I I was a huge Rass, Rasslin fan. Raicelin. um Raysling, yeah. I know. I loved all those characters. I mean, I I've told you guys this over, and over many times how I wrote to George Lucas. make those in the movies I I wrote his offices as a teenager whenever it was I was probably my let's see no I would have been a teenager are
2: you aware of this
0: and I got a letter back from his secretary uh it was a very nice letter uh, you know saying that George does not make anything he does not make films that he doesn't write um oh that's that's, awesome! yeah I I wish I had no I don't I was like 13 when I did that dude I, I was like 13 years old I wish I had that. I wish I had that letter. I uh, God, I, do I wish I had that letter now? Um, and maybe I do somewhere. It, it could be somewhere. That would be so awesome if you had that. Oh, that's if I fra- ran across that's, that's
1: fucking frameable. It,
0: it, believe me, if I ran across that letter today in a in a in a Footlocker or a book or something, I would flip mm-hmm. out. I would. I would. That would be one of my most cherished possessions for sure. But I literally, I I did, and I don't even know. Where I wrote or how I got his address or what address I I think I wrote it to like industrial light and magic because I had like a book.
2: Nice. I had a
0: book on like the industrial light and magic special effects because I was a huge special effects nerd. And so I think that's where I just wrote industrial light and magic. And I'm like, dear Mr. Lucas, uh, I don't know if you're aware, there's this wonderful trilogy of books, blah, blah, blah. And I even was like, I think if i remember correctly i was sort of like i'm not sure what you know how this kind of thing works like you know it's its own you know the the, the writers uh, you know I, I think i don't know i said all sorts of weird you know i was like 13 years old yeah and then yeah like i don't know a couple months or three months later i got a letter back from his office it was on letterhead and it was his secretary or someone and she was just like george doesn't uh doesn't Make movies yeah. that he doesn't write, but we really thank you for your, you know, writing Aww. us. Yeah, it was a really nice letter back. Uh, but God, do I, yeah, I wish I had it. I wish so much that I could wow. find that letter somewhere. But I don't think I do. I think I, it probably got thrown away or you, something. You ripped it up and threw it away. No, no, oh, I wasn't. Oh, no,
1: like Dragon Lance, <laughs> dummies.
0: No. I don't even know why I even, I just was like, it's three movies. It's three books. He made three movies already. He knows it's how a to trilogy. make three. He knows how to make a trilogy. That's, that's all my yeah. thinking was. Was like, this is an awesome trilogy. He would make, this would be yeah. an awesome trilogy for him to make. It would have been way better than what he did end up fucking doing the next yeah. decade.
1: Well, actually, can we transition uh, out of that? Um, have you guys watched Andor? Are you caught up on Andor?
0: I don't think I'm caught up on it. I I might be a couple episodes behind.
1: Tom, how about you? No, I but feel free to talk. It is so fucking good. It is so good. The first 3 episodes probably could have been compressed into 2. I thought the, you know, gut there's a little fat there,
0: but Oh, see, I I enjoyed the first 2-3 episodes more than I did the heist. The, well, I haven't gotten to the heist, oh, but the in between, oh, oh, the first three oh, episodes oh, 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 when he's just oh, oh, on the planet,
1: oh, I'll tell it you what, get, it gets go. Oh my god, it's so, the heist. I've watched that episode three times. Yeah, because I it's that it. fucking good. Oh, it's as so soon as good.
0: he as soon as he shaved his facial hair, I lost interest. <laughs> I, like I'm not what? even joking. What? As what? soon as what is that he even? Sh- mean? as soon as he sh- when he got to the planet with all the yeah. rebels he shaved his facial hair and he looked less cool and i lost interest
1: that's hilarious I, yeah it's totally noticed that did you notice that cousin richie from the bear is is in it
0: oh yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's also an asshole in this also not as big of an asshole as he is in the bear, but oh oh keep watching. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe.
1: <laughs> it's so good. It is it is it is such the center cut core Star Wars that I want because it's not about Jedi's, it's it is it's really about the formation of of the rebel what would be the the, the rebel alliance. It is so good. It is I I want this series to go on forever. I'm thrilled it's 12 I ain't 12 episodes uh and we're just past the halfway point. It is so good.
0: I, I still want it is very good. It's very well done. It's oh. It's so well done that the first th- and and like why I like the first three episodes so much is that it doesn't even feel like it's Star Wars. Like it's right. just a it's just a really good sort of sci-fi story. Yeah. In this interesting world because in the first three episodes you never hear you don't even hear the word empire. You don't see no. a stormtrooper. Yeah. You don't hear Jedi. You don't there's no lightsabers. There's yeah. barely blasters. They're uh, just
1: they're just out in the their existing, Outer rim right? sort of outer like rim. planet. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The I loved it. kind of do it. Yeah, right.
0: Um but then it gets into sort of the more you know putting the band together part of of building the rebel alliance, which is interesting, yeah. but I just I want to get to the point in Star Wars where we have a Star Wars show or movie that really has fucking nothing to do with the empire, with the mm. rebels, or you know what I mean like I would yeah. love to see some sort of show that is just nothing to do with it like it could be in the background but you know, tangentially where you just, it never comes well, it's up. A,
1: it's a, it's a huge canvas to work with. What what I do like about this one that we haven't seen before, except in like, um, what was the, uh, uh, the stop motion, uh, comedy show, um, Seth Green's. Oh, uh,
0: chicken, robot, robot chicken.
1: chicken. Yeah, robot chicken. We don't really see anyone, like, focus on the mundane tasks of being a part of government in the Empire. And now we're seeing kind of like the, the corporate structure and, and, and cubism of office spaces mm-hmm. in the Empire. And I think that's kind of interested in uh you know it's like oh yeah yeah they are us and
0: we are them very much so <laughs> the, the the interesting thing you know i think we talked about this before is like you know watching it a bit in initially it's like the re- rebels are terrorists they're terrorists absolutely you know they're the, they're not yeah, necessarily yeah. the good guys you know depending on you know what perspective you're looking at it it, it's an interesting sort of thing like in any other society they would you know they would be the the terrorists they would be you know kind of the bad guys which is is an interesting thing especially in our current sort of day and age and confused political sort of ideologies that are existing in the world and and it's yeah it's just sort of like who you know who tells the story (laughs) yeah You know, it's, the, victor, the victors and yeah.
1: yeah well we were talking about this on ACTV. it's the the whenever you uh, run into the 501st at a comic convention or whatever these are the the cosplayers the star wars cosplayers um they don't break character and whenever you start talking about the rebel alliance and the Empire, they're like, uh, we stand for law and order in the galaxy, and they are terrorists. <laughs>
0: it's just like,
1: wow. And you yeah. watch the show, and it's like, yeah, if you think of, if you replace, you know, keep the same story and, you know, replace some characters um, and tell it from the other angle, the Rebel Alliance, it, they are, they're, they're terrorists.
0: What's the difference between a terrorist and a rebel? I don't know. Yeah, who wins? Yeah, I guess. Who wins? Um,
1: it's so good. So it true. is very good.
0: I got to catch up on it. I have not. I, I do need to it's, catch up on it. But
1: I, so the yeah. heist episode so good, and the episode after it just it's such a great follow up. And yeah, I'm I'm
0: loving not just
1: like I'm loving the show.
0: I've been too busy watching slasher films and Kubrick movies and nah. 70s London, dystopian.
1: Washing Barry Lyndon,
0: Barry Lyndon
1: with a with a fine tooth comb. Three hours and five minutes, my friends. That's a long fucking movie. Yeah,
0: that is a long movie of of. of it's a lot of Ryan O'Neill. That's a bit it's more Ryan O'Neill than I ever need in my life. A lot of Ryan O'Neill.
1: He's actually he's good in it.
0: Um, Things moved
2: slower back in history. You know, yes. darker.
1: Just everything
2: happened in a bigger hair like. Just like at a slower pace. Mm-hmm. And that's just how.
0: Except you died young, so.
2: Yeah, so thing and lying sucks even worse, yeah. right? We gotta hurry it up.
0: We gotta get good things going. I'm dying at 32. You know, I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm 27. I'm over the hill. I yeah, have at know? least three or
1: four kids, and uh, yeah. yeah, I gotta get shit
0: moving. Yeah. Um, don't buy
1: Don't buy your kid a pony. That's the moral of that movie. Don't Buy Your Kid a Pony? Yeah. Don't buy, don't buy Your Kid a Pony.
0: Um, I have read an actual comic book this what? week. Well, I, I haven't finished reading it, but I started Blasphemy. reading it. started reading a hardcover. The new Reckless book is out by Ed Brubaker and Chumpy. Follow Chuck Me Jones. Down. Follow Me Down. I love the cover. It sort of has a yeah. very Tom Savini-looking kind of bad guy, lighting cigarette. Cool. Um yeah. Yeah, the the I don't know if this is the fifth or the sixth volume. The fifth. This is the fifth volume of the Reckless series, um, and it's just more goodness. We're back to Ethan. You know, uh, last the last one was much more about uh, his uh, his girl Friday, and and it was her story. But this is another Ethan story, and um, it's set in the uh, the nineties, uh, and it's about. Um, He's, he's hired, well, hired, but he's, he's on a case for sort of a friend uh, looking for um, this woman. Uh, and we find out really early on that the woman uh, has disappeared. She has a troubled past. And in the very beginning of the book, so this is a spoiler, but I mean, it's like literally page two of the book. Um, she murders some guy in a car. Uh, with a gun and we don't know why we don't know who it is we you know so the rest of the story is sort of like finding out why she did this um and you know it's it's typical brubaker phillips it's it's noir it's uh you know a lot of uh monologue and you know sort of detective story and ethan you know ethan's not the nicest guy that's the one thing reading this volume like i i don't know if it was. More pronounced in this in this comic or, than the previous ones, but it's like he's a pretty brutal dude, and he's not. He, he kind of makes fun of himself at one point, like he's like, "Yeah, I'm not really good at interrogation if I can't beat the shit out of someone." <laughs> like I'm, you know, and, it, and it's like, yeah, he. I mean, that's kind of yeah. just he's he's got some anger issues, and he takes it out on bad guys. But you know, once again, it's like, who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? You mm-hmm. know, who, who are you to decide? And we're in the bad? 90s now, so he's he's not young
1: anymore and, and it's been moving that way i mean we are in the 80s but this started the, the yeah. series started in the early mid 70s
0: oh i'm sorry it's not the 90s it's it's November 1989
1: so it's it's we're we're yeah. on the cusp of the 90s but yeah. i mean the first one started it was early 70s right so i mean was it
0: um i thought it was the i thought it was the 80s i thought it was like 82 or something or 84 or something like that
1: yeah but you know if regardless he's starting to get he's starting to get older he's right? starting to age
0: yeah a bit yeah you know um yeah so i well you know i haven't finished 19, it yet 19,
1: 1981
0: 81 okay was the first so one. uh but you know it's just another good Story from Brubaker and Phillips. If if you're if you like their stuff, you're you're gonna like this. It's it's uh you know it's your your not so typical kind of private investigator story mystery. You know he sets it up from the beginning, and then we we're we're waiting the rest of the epi- You know the rest of the book to figure out why. Um, I don't know. Every time I read one of these, yeah. it's just like it, it reminds me of a season of like Beretta or. Kojak or you know it's like one of those 70s Rockford, 80s
1: the Rockford Files.
0: Rockford Files. yeah it's very much like this is a season or this is a you know three episode special arc mm-hmm. of that show because that's very much what it is it's not the things that happen in it are not you know crazy in the sense of like hmm. they're not fantastic they're not wild you don't have insanity it's not it's it's it borders it's really, on mundane. A lot of well, it. Well, it's, it's
1: just really well done, hard-boiled crime.
0: But it's not. I don't even know
1: if it's that,
0: that it's hard. It's not that boiled. hard.
1: It's not that hard-boiled, right? Yeah,
0: but, it's really not. And that's what like I mean. Like poached, it's, it's like a it's poached. It's a po- <laughs> It's a poached crime. Yeah. Yes. It's
1: still a little. It's still a little squishy in the center. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's like a. It's it's like one of those. Um, you know, sort of. TV shows from the, from the early eighties that I remember my dad watching. Like it, that's what it, it, yeah. it just is, is one of those shows where it's like, the stakes are not that high. You know that Ethan is going to probably end up on top at the end. He may learn something. It's not, you know, he's, he's not going to have a huge story arc. He's not going to have like a huge character arc where like he changes a lot, uh, throughout the, the story, uh, or even learns a lesson. It's just going to be sort of like, yeah. It, and and the way he tells it, you know, with Ethan being the the narrator most of the time of the mm-hmm. stories, it's almost like begrudgingly, like he's telling the story, and he's not and necessarily. It's all,
1: pro- yeah, and it's it's all done in retrospect. It's like, yeah, you know, this was really kind of fucked up. Let me tell you about it.
0: Exactly, and it's yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> like a proud thing. Like he's he's he's, it's, he's it's, doing it almost begrudgingly. It's all-
1: it's all it's all done with the air of you're listening to this years after the fact, and the setting is a poorly lit smoky dive bar that this guy is telling you the story, right?
0: Or yeah, you know, or it's your, or it's your fucking uncle or something, and he's in a retirement home or something. Or, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. or or in prison or something. Yeah, I that's the one thing about like (laughs) yeah i'm wondering at some point if we're ever going to find out like what you know is this going to lead up to sort of like present day ethan you know ethan reckless like where where he's at like where he is now i I kind of hope it does eventually i mean
1: in five in five volumes we've gone you know a decade but I think they're leaving enough. I, th- I think they're leaving enough room for Brubaker to and Phillips to do this series for as long as they want, and then, well, I'll, I'll almost guarantee you that he has the ending already figured out.
0: Yeah, probably. Right. Uh, Nick Lindsay asked, does, "Doesn't Reckless have a chick with blue hair in it?" Yeah. Yeah. But what is that? Do? Of course. Yeah. Do you think blue hair didn't exist in the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trust me it did it's, it's, uh, it, it I, I think it
1: i think it's uh actually uh purple and it's purple yeah
0: yeah it's violet anti. violet um yeah she's a bit of a punk rocker and and uh as you know ed himself was uh, at one point so i think mm-hmm. that's kind of where that comes from but um yeah and yeah, there, was, uh, there was hair dye in the 80s yeah nick Anything. may have asked um if
1: uh um uh, uh, we think they'll ever put that out as one like mega volume. First of all, we don't know where they're going to stop. I hope they keep making these forever. Um, but I love the never single. Stop. I I love the single story hardcovers. It's never I, stop I, stopping. Oh, it's. I mean, it's, yeah. It's like it's the per. It's the perfect size story for for this. I mean, there. I read.
0: I read like half of it in one like night before bed, and I'm probably going to read the other half tonight. Um, and yeah, they're just they're pretty easily digestible. They're it's like pulp. They're like pulp novels. They're really you know they're they're really easy to digest and and fun and comforting in some weird way like it, it, it i've gotten to the point now where it's like well you even had the reaction when i told you like there was a new you didn't know there was a new one that came out Oh, i was giddy and yeah it's just like that it was like i can't wait to get this in my hands like because i know i'm going to enjoy it i know that i'm going to be just in that world it's it's like when i was a kid and like a new Dragonlance book would come out i couldn't wait to get back into that world with those characters like that was you know what I loved about Dragonlance was were those characters and being in that world and and following them around. So when a new one came out, it was like I yeah. would stay home from school to read it because I wanted. This is your to, Dragonlance. This is my new Dragonlance. This is Dragonlance. Yeah. Probably
2: the first uh, reviewer to compare it to Dragonlance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would almost guarantee this is that. just like. <laughs> are just you like looking Dragon. for your new Dragonlance? <laughs>
0: Well, that's, I mean, that's when I know I'm like, I fall in love with a story or, you know, is because I, all of a sudden I'm in that world and I just, I'm walking around with those characters and I can't wait to get back. But it's a, it's much rarer now, the older I am than it, than it was when I was younger. And that's just, I think, part of growing up. But, you know, there is that thing of like certain, certain not a lot of comics do that to me anymore and this is this is one that certainly does like I I've just gotten to know these characters so much um and I think that was like why a lot of those tv shows were the same way of like mm-hmm. Columbo or something like that you know like the rock Files. like oh I know what this is gonna be I know what I'm gonna get out of this I'm not you know I'm not gonna be too surprised by it and it, it's like oh you know it's it's just living vicariously through those characters and sort of You know, um, with this it's interesting, too, because it's like it's set in a time frame that I grew up in. Like in 1989, I was 18 years old. So it's like I kind of get what is going on in that world, uh, you know, and uh, that 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 he puts these characters in. So I think that's part of it, too, Um, which is probably, you know, that's just the nostalgia factor. But Mm -hmm. uh, I can't, you know. There Nick says there are 27 Jack Reacher books, so Ed Brubaker has time to get there <laughs> to the movie or TV show is made. Uh yeah. Yeah, Reacher books. Reacher books are like that too. They're very easily to digest and mm-hmm. sort of like you know what you're getting. I've read mm-hmm. a half a dozen of them. And How they're good, the they? you know, they're yeah. they're fun. They're good. They're de- you know, they're not there's they're not great novels, but they're you know, they're action. You know, they're good. uh,
1: They're like the Parker books.
0: Yeah, they're just, well, Parker's a little, I would say, a little weightier than Reacher. Oh, okay. Maybe. But um, yeah, I mean, they're not like crap. They're just, they're just easily digestible. They're They're, easily to kind of,
1: they're like airplane novels. They're
0: airplane books. That's, yeah, that's the great. Yeah, they're airplane books for sure. Um, But it's that thing of like, you know the you know once you read that character once you read one of them or t- two of them it's like oh i know what i'm going to get now out of yeah. this guy he's a yeah. badass he fucking you know he just beats the shit out of people and he's kind He'll of make clever a
2: joke right before yeah like right before he meets <laughs> yeah. somebody a-
0: <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> but he is but he has like a little bit of you know he's he's a decent person part of, yeah. of gold yeah exactly you know it's all ah. the same very Kind of common things of like, you know, he's he's so, he's a softy on the inside, even though he's like six five and two hundred and eighty pounds of muscle, yeah. and it's roadhouse. You know, yeah, um, yeah, they, yeah. Greg Porter says, "I love the Reacher books. Thoughtful, cut above, male revenge fantasy. Yeah, that's that's what it's just like. <laughs> it's like for every you know every time you've seen somebody, you know, uh, s- something shitty happen to somebody, and you wish there was somebody." to do something about it. Well, that's Jack Reacher. Like he's, it's definitely not Tom Cruise. Uh, That's the, like Reacher fans did not like Tom Cruise because, and it makes sense because it's like,
1: yeah,
0: in every one of his books, there's at least one point where Reacher, somebody mentions how How fucking fucking big big he is. is, And that's a huge part of him. Like he's this huge hulking guy that's very intimidating. And that's just, Tom Cruise is not that guy. The dude yeah. that they got now that, that played Hawk, Hawk. Hawk. Yeah, he's fucking and he <laughs> the funny thing, have you guys ever seen the sitcom he was on uh before all Something that? Like he was it. no shit. What was it called? It was a football, it was like a football show okay. like a college, like a shitty college football team, and he played a jock meathead in it. I cannot that think of well. the name of it. Yeah, yeah. He's really good. He's very good, but he's great as Reacher. He actually
1: made me care about the character Hawk, which I didn't think was possible.
0: He was awesome as Hawk. I loved him as Hawk. He was perfect. And uh, I I was sad that, you know, that character, you know, left, but Mm -hmm. I am waiting for Reacher season two. Um, Parker's different. Nick, uh, Nick Lindsay asked about Parker uh, compared to Reacher. Parker's different is Parker's not a good guy. Reacher's a yeah. good guy. Parker's kind of a anti-hero. He's a bad yeah. guy who he just fucks yeah. up worse guys than him. You yeah. know, he's always out, out of, You know, it's like the, the, the guys that he is up against are, are just worse criminals. But Parker's a thief. If if, <laughs> you, if, know?
1: if you if you mm-hmm. want a great introduction to that character, my is one of my top five personal movies is Payback, The Director's Cut with uh, you know, Mel Gibson, you know, which the has problems but um i drinking
0: that, drinking problems mostly
1: <laughs> um that movie is so good at just kind of spelling out who that character is and the world he lives in yeah uh I
0: yeah love that movie would yep yep parker that the, 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 the sloan parker is terrible um what's the uh, lee Mar- was
1: lee marvin um no was it Le- um, lee marvin Point blank,
0: yeah, Lee Marvin. That Lee That's Marvin? a great, great movie. Same, same um,
1: story as, as Payback, it's the yeah. same, it's the same novel. Um,
0: uh, Payback, yeah, Payback's good, good movie,
1: yeah, fun so, movie. Um, uh, Darwin Cook is the only person that Donald Westlake allowed to use the name Parker in the adaptation. Hmm.
0: There you go. I didn't so know it was that. Always,
1: uh, Fun and, fact. Uh, That's in an around pay... comics. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> in payback, he was Porter. Porter. Yeah, it was Porter, and Porter. yeah, it's uh, different different names. And every other adaptation except for Darwin Cooks, because uh, Donald Westlake thought that he got hit. So, which I think is cool. he got it right. He got it. He, got it. he it. understood it. He got it. Uh he I think they redid. It. It. It
0: they redid Point Blank, but I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, um, the Parker novels at all. But yeah, Angie Dickinson as well in Point Blank.
1: Yeah.
0: Lee Marvin. Yeah. Um, um, good book, too, The Hunter. Yes. If
1: you've never read it, but. Yep. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, I mean, we just uh, kind of wandered our way through an hour of uh, chit chat.
0: Chit and That's chat we
1: do. yeah are we good does That's anyone do. have anything of utmost importance uh they would still like to talk about tonight
0: Uh, well we could talk about it maybe on sunday but um mm-hmm. i i'm interested to see what you thought about the finale of she hulk because i was not, oh
1: you know I was, we not, should.
0: I was not crazy about it myself
1: first of first of all we do have a trade talks coming up um Probably a couple weeks. Tom's what pick book is, is uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it? Volume 1. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow, I don't even have to read think. it. It is Just yeah, watch legit. the movie. Yeah, it's... No. do not
2: It'd be funny if you did the whole show, but, like, it sounded like you were talking about the movie, and you were, like...
0: <laughs> oh, so God. So,
2: Tom Sawyer... So, Hookman, you know,
1: like... <laughs> Like, do oh, uh, not... uh, so yeah, I think it's we're probably a, a couple weeks on that. I mean, we could do it next week. I, it doesn't matter because uh, I think we've all we've all um, read that one. We can talk to it pretty quickly. Well, I'm gonna, I haven't read it in a while, so I look okay, to I'm gonna it. go back. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going through the annotated um, for the first time, and that's a fucking rabbit hole. I contributed to that. Mm, oh, was it? Oh, it was a uh, league. Yeah. Or I thought, was it League or Watchmen?
0: No, it was League. It was League. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's right. It was a, what reference was it? Um, There's a scene with um, uh, the two guys that have uh, like uh, black, they're wearing brown pants and they have like big X's on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a reference to uh, um, the Charlie Chaplin film.
1: Yeah, the Chaplin uh, Nazi film. Yeah, yeah, because they couldn't do an, Nazi an, an, anti anti Nazi film.
0: And, yeah, uh, the little 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 general or whatever. I can't yeah. remember what the name of the movie is, yeah. but it was a reference to that, and he he hadn't uh, re- realized that that's what that was. So God. I just happened to catch it. I don't, I have no idea why I. Knew it's because that.
1: every fucking panel in that series seems to have a reference
0: oh, to to multiple mul- yes. yeah Yeah. Yeah. multiple yeah. yeah, I've I've read it with the annotated book alongside it and the, um... it's insanity like what is included in there. But I don't
1: um... I don't think it's in print anymore, but if you can get the um the absolute edition, um it has the 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 second book in there is is the annotations <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I don't know if that's the complete annotations or not. I don't know. Well, it I was
1: as as this was printed. So anyway, I'm looking forward to that. Good pick, Tom. We're already talking about it. Uh, yeah, yeah She Hulk. Um,
0: we could talk I, I, about. It. Let's I, save I, it for I, ACTV. Save it for ACTV.
1: Okay, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. <laughs> So, yes, we'll talk about that on on AC. Maybe I'll watch it again in between now and Sunday. All right. ACTV, which uh, uh, you can listen to ACTV if you are a patron of this here show. Uh, we try and record every week with that. We have some other bonus content. You can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash around comics. Um, want to thank everyone uh, that was in the comments section tonight. Uh, you can do that uh, by tuning in live on uh, Thursdays in between eight and eight thirty Central Standard
0: Time. Somewhere in there.
1: When are we going to do the Sectar podcast, dude? I'm. Um,
0: the world is waiting. I, I,
1: okay. I, have you read it yet? No. I need.
0: I okay, want I will. Fresh. I
1: will. I will. I will make that possible for you <laughs> and then we will talk about uh sectars, sectar's number one on our new uh patreon exclusive chris and sectar's talk about old comics sectar's annotated we're going to annotate issue we could one of mm, the could. rich of the sectar's yeah. now did i I, did I told you who wrote it right i forgot if you did bill it's bill matlow huh okay yeah so it's uh yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It is. I think you guys should call
0: it uh, "Nerds of a Certain Age." Nerds of a certain <laughs> age.
1: Yeah. Sectar,
0: okay. page one,
2: and that's just twenty minutes of just the first <laughs> yeah. page of Sectar.
1: Yeah. You know what? Yeah. What's uh, What's uh? Um? Are you working remotely these days?
2: No. I mean, oh. I work from home on Mondays and Fridays, but
1: you know, we could do like a lunch thing.
2: Yeah, talk about sectars during yeah, lunch. Yeah, like
1: 15, 15, 20 minutes over lunch.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. Do you think we can do You think we can get
1: it all in? I, <laughs> it, could be a mul- it could be a multi-part series. Yeah. You know? Tom is,
0: is intent on, on really Tom's like, this me. is going to
1: be a five-hour dissection <laughs> of sectars, number That's one. Right. Inside each okay. of us is a sectar. And the dissectar
0: episode. episode. We need... We need
1: to, You need to figure out
2: which right. sectar you
1: it's, are. It's, I, would, I would love during my week to, uh, to have a Tom lunch date to uh, talk about comics.
0: That would make me really happy. Now Sectars. It. Now you've done it. Uh, in the meantime, you can so, listen to us, Chris and I, and Will Pfeiffer on Film Force 5 at film fi- FilmForce5.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever podcasts are found. It's uh, our top five movie podcast where we talk about different great movies based on different categories. Our first two episodes are already out. Uh, Quentin Tarantino films: the top five Quentin Tarantino films. We rank those, and then seventies dystopian. Um, we we uh, have a format. We have it's a bit of a game show. It's a it, lot it of fun. It makes the
1: definitive list. Definitive, definitive list. Definitive list. Definitive.
0: Unquestioned. And what
1: Rollerball is in the top it's, five, it's really dystopian n- movies of all time, <laughs> definitively. The system doesn't work. <laughs> the system doesn't work.
0: It doesn't work. It's broken, but that's okay. It it makes for fun, fun. entertaining talk. It's not. It's de- it's definitely different. It's definitely a different kind of thing. It is very fun. We keep it light. Um, it's mostly just about trying to talk about movies we love, and and. Um, yeah, there's, there's not, I mean, there's not a lot of, uh, uh, arguing or anything like that. I mean, a little bit, of, a little bit of poking, you know, yeah. there's,
1: there's good, there's small. good, good natured, uh, fun and a little ribbing that goes yeah. on. Uh, we have, some uh, the, uh w- it's what Joshin. there's some, some Joshin Johnny, Johnny. that goes on there's Some, yeah. some uh, horse uh, around. There might be some uh, horse. Yeah. Uh, our, our next two shows, uh, Sal already talked about it. We're going to do uh, our top five uh, slasher films. And uh, we have Mr. Uh, Tim Seeley is going to be joining us as a guest. And uh, then it's our top five Stanley Kubrick films. And uh, do we know? We, we haven't even figured out what we're going to do after that.
0: I think we, we kind of know. Get, we're, z- yeah. we're zeroing, zeroing in. in. Send us your suggestions. Mail us at filmforce5pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, suggestions for shows. Send us your lists. Disagree with us. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us what we missed. Tell us yeah. what film, you know, what 70s dystopian film was not on the list that should have been on the list. Probably I think I already West have a worlds. couple. Probably Westworld. <laughs> I have a couple of, yeah. No shit. I have a couple of yeah. uh, Logan's I think Run.
1: Westworld's probably, honestly... Westworld is probably better than Soylent Green, which did make the list.
0: You guys are just terrible at this game, is all I'm saying. You and Will don't know how to pick movies. I don't know. This
2: is the definitive answer. You can tell me it's supposed to be on there. Well, it's not. So it isn't.
0: (laughs) It isn't. It's just not.
2: It isn't. It's just not.
0: I made the rules. I got to live by them, Tom. It's the way of the world.
2: You know. I can't help it. If I had the power to change that, I would. I don't. No
0: one does. No one has the power. It, yeah. It's set it's not- in stone. now. it's for fun. all time.
1: Yep. Sorry. All right. Um, good to see you guys. Uh, sorry I missed last week. Uh, we'll be back uh, again next week, all together again. Right? Tom, like I that mean, weird maybe. like like holiday and stuff with like trick or treating and all that jazz going on, but. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'll, I'll be here,
0: Tom. With that green hoodie, you could kind of pull off like a Doctor Doom, oh, yeah, like a Halloween, Halloween why, costume. Why is
1: it everything you see is Doctor Doom today? I don't know. I don't I, know. I I agree with them.
2: You know, this hoodie, this LL Bean hoodie from the Doom collection. It us <laughs> <let's> see <here. laughs>
0: It's got it a does Doom have vibe. A Doctor
2: Doom vibe to it. You put a yeah. metal yeah. mask right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, feel, you, I feel I feel where you come from. Listen, I to think you Marvel,
1: just, yeah, listen to the you Marvel yeah. Listen If you got a cheap ass, it's fun. What? Listen to the Marvel podcast, The Wastelander's Doom. It's yeah, if you like Doom.
0: Jesus, talk about putting the brakes on a conversation. Just fucking <laughs> screech halt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen to the
0: podcast. Listen. Fucking to- <laughs> plug someone else's podcast again, why don't you? <laughs> How many other fucking people's pod We don't have enough podcasts to plug? You have to I'm plug dead. someone else's fucking podcast again? I- The Marvel podcast? You don't think the the seven people that listen to this show know (laughs) about the fucking Marvel podcast? You think that they've never heard of the fucking Wastelander (laughs) podcast before you tell them about it? The people that listen (laughs) to our fucking show.
1: Jesus. Just trying to bring this thing into the parking spot here. Oh oh have you have you heard have you tried reading a little a comic called The Batman? There's some good ones. There's I don't like either one of there. you anymore. I don't like either one of you anymore. Please tell us if you, you found out
2: about mean? Wastelanders podcast from, from Chris
0: bringing it up again. What's next? You want to you want to talk about Kanye? You want to plug Kanye's new album? Maybe nobody's fucking heard it. I don't know what. Can you can you get the Marvel
2: podcast on any of the, um, you know, like podcast apps?
1: I don't like either one of you anymore.
2: Is it or is it like exclusive to like Spotify or something?
1: In between time, <laughs> we'll be everywhere yeah. <laughs> in a frown. Uh, Two assholes.
0: You've been jammed. Wastelanders. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Totally got jammed. jammed.
0: This episode of Around Comics is brought to you by the Marvel Wastelanders podcast (laughs) Doom. If you like that, you'll probably like the Wolverine one. How about the fucking Black Widow one? We haven't talked about every single one on our own podcast. We haven't plugged the biggest company in the world's podcast on our podcast. Brought to you by them.